Coming to Jesus is easy. We just make it hard. Good morning, y'all. It's lit. Thank you for coming again to Coming to Jesus. I'm so grateful that God had you in his hand and that he created you and made you to be who you are in him. Thank you, Jesus, that you are able to find a place to be able to listen to someone talk about Jesus in a way that's easier to understand and to show just what, you know, just what Jesus will bring you through. And today's episode, we're going to be talking. I know the last episode I was telling that I would be explaining what it is that I had went through once I moved Um for the Lord and got to be at the place he wanted me to be and how I almost, almost lost it all. And so we're going to get right into that. Good morning. I'm so grateful that you're able to listen to this podcast this morning. This is Jesus's podcast. This is not my podcast. I am merely a vessel, but I thank you for being able to receive what God wanted you to receive today. So let's get it. Hey y'all, today the song that was on my heart was by Samuel Metis. I believe it's Metis and it's spelled, the last name is spelled M-E-D-A-S. And the song is called Ready. And it just says, you know, go ahead and pick up your passion and drive for the dreams that you have because you're ready now to face the devil and all that he is trying to do against you. You're ready now. Go ahead and face him because your dreams have a price. But with Jesus, you can pay that price. You can keep going. You can take all that he wants to throw at you. He likes to make you doubt yourself as he tried to do with me. But now it is hard for him to get to me because I, I I can't be doubtful anymore. God, thank you, Jesus. You've taken that from me. You've taken that doubt from me. And Lord, I pray that you take away the doubt from the listeners of your podcast, Lord God, that they may be able to go further in your word and in your will for their life. So today I want to talk about exactly what happened uh, when I moved. So when I moved, um, I left where I was because, like I said, the friend smoked in the house and I didn't have a place to stay. She tried to help me out by letting her stay at, letting me stay at a hotel for a few days, but I didn't, well, it was about a week. And, you know, I tried to call on my family while I was where I was before I left. But um, I was just like, they, you know, they weren't receiving me. They had too many things going on and that was okay. Cause I, it was like literally in the middle, right at the beginning of the pandemic, like for real, for real shut down in March. That's when this happened. So as I am trying to, you know, get another job again, so that way I'll be able to, um, you know, just continue working or whatever. I literally, uh, it was my birthday. And I told myself, like, if I didn't get a job, that I would be 
basically killing myself because I was just like, okay, I'm done. I'm tired. I, you know, as hard as I work, as strong as I am, I should not be having to go through this right now. And I was just like, why ain't nothing working here, Lord? Why ain't nothing working here? I was just like, I don't really care anymore if it don't work. I just, you know, I just wish something would work, but it wasn't working. So then for my birthday, I actually wound up getting a job. So I was just like, I know, you know, that let me know that the Lord was ready for me to just go ahead and do what I had to do. He was like, okay, you you asked for this and I'm going to give it to you. So I went out to eat. I, um, I went out to eat. Then I... Um, I had some weed, so I was like, okay, I'm going to smoke later today, I believe. And so I did. I enjoyed my little time, and so I started working. So the job that I had, you know, it required me to do a lot of hands-on work, but you had to know where everything was. What was my issue was I didn't want to sit up there and ask anybody for help but also nobody would try to correct me when I had done something wrong. So it wound up being I did something wrong and uh, they decided they were gonna dump something on my shoes because I did the wrong thing. Now, I stood there for a full minute, minute and a half, something like that, because I just couldn't believe that, you know, Somebody decided they was going to dump something on my shoes. Like, why would you do that? What what purpose do you have for dumping something on my shoes like that? For no reason. Just because I did the wrong thing and you couldn't even correct me. You just said, oh, I'm going to dump this on her shoes. It took everything in me not to beat that man up. Because, yes, it was a man. And I was just like. Why is people doing this to me? But I just let it go. And I don't um, I don't believe I, I don't think I went back to that job after that day. And if I did, I didn't I wasn't by that person anymore. So it was just, you know, it was done. So. Once I actually ended up leaving that job, it wasn't a good fit for me because of that situation. I went back outside to smoke and the Lord was like, you need to go here. And I was like, okay, you know what? You're right. Because he had already told me to go to this place. But because I was just sitting up here trying to make everything work in in another place, that's where my fault was. Knowing that God has told you to go somewhere like, like he did Jonah. Like he did, Jonah. You know you're supposed to go somewhere, but you sitting up there, just sitting wherever you at already. You're like, I don't want to go. Or you acting like you didn't forgot that you was supposed to go. Because I had wound up forgetting that I was supposed to go. Because the first time I tried to go, he was like, it's not time. And I was just like, okay, because I knew it was the right direction. It just wasn't time. So now... Once I got to that place where that stuff happened at that job, and then he brought it up again that it was time to go, I was just like, okay, I'm going to do this. You know, this this my shot. This my time. And I did it. 
I left and moved. So as I began to move and settle into that new place, I was going through what you call um, a test of, of, you know, endurance because the new job that I had gotten once I moved, I had never done it before. And the people that I thought were going to help me didn't want to help me. I would ask questions and would never get an answer. And um, I was just like, Lord, what am I supposed to do? Because I don't, I don't, I need answers and I'm trying to be patient and wait on them, but they not, they not answering me. And you know, Lord ain't said nothing to me about that either. Cause he was just like, you know the reason why they're not answering. So then it wound up being, I couldn't even work that job anymore because where I had moved to, that girl that I was that I was speaking about that put something in the food, her internet wasn't good enough for that work at home job that I had. So I ended up having to, to resign. So I resigned. She put that stuff in my food and I wound up leaving. So at this point, I'm homeless and I go to one shelter. No, I'm homeless. I go to the hospital because I couldn't sleep and I was Baker active. Then once I got out, I, I called all my relatives and they were like, we don't really believe that you have anything going on. You know, we just feel like this is the same thing over and over again. And, you know, we're kind of tired of it. We don't feel like you be transparent with us, which I do. I do believe that I'm not that transparent with them, but it's just because of the fact that I know that there's certain things I can't tell them. When you in the Lord, um, when you come into Jesus, Jesus going to tell you some stuff. God going to show you some stuff about people. And then you're going to be wondering if you could say something or not. But I, I pray that you hold your peace as you, as you talk to those people. Because you never, you never want to block what God is trying to do for you by telling someone something. Yes, the Lord may have told you, but he didn't say tell everybody else. He told you to know so that way you understand it in your spirit and you had knowledge about that person or that situation for you. Because if you tell them, then it messes things up for you. And, you know, I told them that I'm looking for a job again. Um, my dad had told her to go ahead and put me in a hotel for two weeks. She had only did one week. Then she had ended up um, asking me what I was going to go do. I was like, I'm going to another shelter and I'll be able to, um, I'll be good there because the first one I had went to, it wasn't, it wasn't a good fit for me, but I knew that it's okay. I could just go find a different one. So I find a different one, but I was praying to God about some jobs. And for some reason, they was, you know, it was a bit rough trying to get to them and you know i was like why am i having issues with this you know whole job searching thing so then i i um i realized that 
it was because I told them about those jobs, those family members, relatives about those jobs. And I was just like, that's my fault, Lord. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have told them. So then once once I called on them again because I needed to be able to have a space to stay until I could go to the other um, to the other shelter, my phone died. And I couldn't call anybody. So guess what? I ended up having to sleep outside. So then I was like, okay, you're either going to be sad about this or you're going to be glad that it's not any worse than what it is right now. So as I was outside that night, I decided that I was going to pray and I was going to praise God because I knew that in that moment, that was the lowest I was going to be going. I knew that God was still there and I knew that Jesus Jesus was outside a lot too. He he's in his adult life, he was outside a lot. And I I would I would fall asleep and wake up and pray. Fall asleep, wake up and praise the Lord. And after that things just started changing. I started, you know, inquiring about the Lord, wisdom and knowledge for for things that I was going through. And then I had started getting um, interviews for jobs. And one particular job, I I had been trying to get a job there for months. <laughs> Like, I just kept going to interview after interview after interview, and it just seemed like it wasn't working. And so, as I as I noticed, I was going on interview and interview. The second to last interview of that place, it was just terrible, 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 terrible. I was struggling. I didn't even, um, I, I couldn't even... I couldn't even see how I would even get that job after that terrible, terrible um, interview. But then all of a sudden, I had got another email for that same job. And I was just kind of like, Lord, why? Why is these people calling me? They don't want me. They they over here playing games. They they don't they don't want to hire nobody. <laughs> I know they don't because they sitting up there having me going through so many darn um interviews. Then I go ahead on and sit up there and be like, okay, I'm gonna go ahead on and go to the interview because I decided that I was gonna go ahead and go. That I tell you, that last interview that I had, I did wind up getting that job. And that was because the Lord was trying to test me um, of how many times can I go through something and believe that it's going to turn out differently. Or how many times can I go through something and, and, and just keep and just go and not be worried about stuff, not be worried about whether or not it was going to be good or not. Just go. You know, that's what God was testing me on. He was testing me, are you going to just go? So I had that job for a little while, but what ended up happening with that job was the register kept getting, was always short. And I was just like, why is, Lord, why is my register short? I mean, I don't, 
I don't have um I don't I don't I don't get to deal with a lot you know you don't get to deal with a lot of people that need they use it for for um what's the word? A lot of people don't give cash, so I'm just like, why is my register short? And it would be short over ten dollars every time. So it's just kinda of like, what's going on? Why is it why is it short? So he, you know, God ain't say nothing about that either. So I was just like, and on, and, and on top of that, I decided to not even worry about it because I was just like, ain't no point in worrying about this. You know, it's, it's just whatever the Lord want, I'm going to deal with. That's how I be. I'll deal with whatever the Lord want me to deal with because Jesus suffered a lot, you know, for me to be able to put up with so little. I better be able to put up with it considering what Jesus went through for me. And so a week passed and I and I was just like, you know what? They and they're not willing to talk to me about why my drawer is short, but they're talking around me about it. And I don't I do not like when people do that. You can't sit there and talk around me about something that you believe that I'm doing. You you know, I just need somebody to to come up to me and be like, hey, this is what's going on. Can you explain? But but really I couldn't even explain it. I told the manager, I said, I'm sleeping outside to be able to come to work. I'm literally sleeping outside to be able to come to work because I couldn't stay at the shelter because they didn't allow for overnight people, overnight work. Overnight workers to come in. And I was just like, okay, um, I don't, I don't know why, but I, I, I will, um, I will just have to leave. And so I left. So then, after that, I had wound up having a hotel to stay in for a little while, and then. I had also ended up getting money from this guy that I thought was my friend, but really I, I'm, I'm finding out that he's not my friend. He's just somebody that doesn't, that doesn't understand what's going on with himself right now. And hopefully he can get some guidance soon for what he's going through. I don't know how that's going to happen, but we're going to pray the Lord, turn it around for him. So I stayed in a hotel for a few days and I slept outside again because I didn't have any money after a while. And I was like, Lord, you know, I need shelter. So that way I'd be able to work because if I don't sleep, I won't be able to work, you know, and I just kept praying and I kept reading my word every day and I kept praising God. And after I left the other job, I decided I wanted to go home. So then I decided I'm going to go home. I called my case manager. He said, I'll get you a ticket. He gets me a ticket. I wind up going to sleep and I have this dream about, I see in a red backpack and I had saw this girl that was in the shelter that I was in at the time, that I was in at the time. And um, she, she was on the phone talking and I had seen the dude, a dude, and he was saying something about some clothes that I should get, and he and I told him, I was like, you wouldn't know what to do with that, and the next dream I had was I was leaving to go somewhere, 
And then I said I need to go use the bathroom or something, but wound up not being able to leave. Come to find out, my ass missed the bus because I wasn't able to get on the right bus to be able to get there directly and in enough time to be able to get my ticket to be able to get on the Greyhound. So as I did that, you know, I, I was very down about that because I felt like I had failed God because I was just like, you showed me I was going to be leaving and then I ain't, I ain't get to leave. So I was upset. But even in that moment, you know, I was sad. I said, Lord, you know, I don't praise you when I'm sad, but I'm going to attempt. And I was still uh, sing. It may not have been a lot, but I was still sing. And um, I, um, he was like, go back to that shelter. And I was just like, okay. So I went back. They told me I couldn't get come in. And I said, okay. And I left. Um, I went back to the hotel I was at, stayed there, and um, wound up staying there two nights. Literally, Sunday comes, and I'm like, I know I can't, um, I know I can't stay because I don't have any money, so I'm going to have to sleep outside. I was just like, well, Lord, you know I'm ready. You know I don't mind sleeping outside. You know I don't mind because I know you're going to be able to do what you need me to do. So then as I'm sleeping outside or whatever, I go and I um, I try to, I'm trying to sleep, but it's like I'll hear someone talking and then I wouldn't see them. So it's like, you know how if you, if, if you are somebody that has experienced this, you're sleeping outside, you know, you don't really sleep like that. You sleep very lightly. And I had to pee that night. So I was just, and I knew I was going to hold it because I knew what nothing, you know, nothing was open. So I didn't worry about it. I just held my pee and praise God and read my Bible and, and attempted to fall asleep every once in a while. And the Lord will wake me back up. I, I got up the next day. Um, what did I do that day? I was probably filling out job applications and um, whatnot. And then, because I always ask the Lord to guide me on, you know, what jobs to apply to, what I should be uh, reading or listening to. Then um, I go, he tells me to go back. He tells me to go back to that shelter. I say, okay, I'm going. I go. And they let me in. So the supervisor of that shelter, she was just like, she looked at me like, what in the world? <laughs> I said, don't look at me like that. And, you know, she she was really, she was probably disappointed in me. But as I explained to her what was going on, you know, she was just like, yeah, that's crazy. But you're only going to be able to stay here for seven days. I said, okay. And I just went on back to it, praising God and praying and reading my word because that's just kind of, that's just who I am. And so then another, that's a few days later, I believe I had, um, I had 
wound up getting calls for interviews. And I was just, you know, praising, praising the Lord. And I was explaining to someone um, what the supervisor had said. And she told me, go ahead and, and, and talk to her about it. And I did. And then the next day, I had an interview that I knew I would be having to be late coming in. So I let her know. And then I was, as I was reading my word, and then I went back down to pray. God said, ask her again. I mean, tell her again about the interview. And I had got up, um, I, I had got done praying and it wasn't a lot of light by my bed. So I got done praying and I went on over to the hallway and I just started reading my Bible out there because there was more light. She comes back in, the, the supervisor comes back in and I asked her, I said, did I tell you I have an interview at such and such time? She said, yeah. And then out of nowhere, she says, I'm going to work with you. But you can't leave like that again. I said, oh, no, ma'am, I'm not. No, ma'am, I'm not going to do that. No, no, no. <laughs> you know, no, I'm not going to do that. I know I told her what was going on and how stupid I was for that to be happening. But I, I couldn't fully explain it to her. Um, but, you know, that wasn't nothing but the Lord and God's grace and favor and mercy for me because I prayed and I praised and I stayed in my word and I and I was there for those people that he wanted me to be there for. You know, he helped me to stay joyful even in my time of not knowing what was going to happen he allowed somebody to come in and pray pray for me and pray with me so that i would be able to to stay because those seven days she was talking about i don't have those seven days no more i'm just gonna be there until i get my stuff together and i'm gonna be out so i thank you god thank you jesus for putting that upon her heart to, to to receive me in that way because she is she is a tough cookie but I know the Lord sees her heart and he knows she is ready but she just not ready to answer yet so I'm hoping that she gets to the point where she's ready to answer because when she gets ready to answer stuff gonna start changing for her just like how he used her to change things for me I'm so grateful that God took me through what he took me through. Be grateful for your tests. Be grateful for when it seemed like you doing stuff that doesn't make any sense. Because I, I, ooh, thank you, Jesus. I'm telling you, that is when you know the Lord's hand is upon you. Because, you know, God is a mystery to people. And, you know, when Jesus was on earth, he spoke in parables. So it was only meant for those who were supposed to hear. You got to understand. Like I tell people all the time, you can't speak to anybody. You can't speak to everybody that speaks to you. You can't go around talking to everybody. And I'm starting to notice that the people that I thought I was going to be, the, the person that I thought I was going to be close to, it's like God is just you know, yanking me from that person. And I'm so glad he is because he just, I'm asking for him to open my eyes and for me to be able to see why I need to separate myself. Because in Proverbs, um, let me look it up. 
Well, I know Proverbs 18. Um, let me go back. I'm going to read it for y'all. Proverbs 18 verse 1 says, "Through and this is the King James Version, through desire a man, having separated himself, seeketh and intermeddleth with all wisdom. And that just means that, you know, if you want wisdom for your life, you're going to you're going to to separate yourself. You're going to seek that. You're not you're not going to sit up there and um, you're you're not going to sit up there um, and just be be everywhere around people like that. You, you're, you're, once you have that wisdom that God wants you to have, you'll begin to notice how foolish you used to be, how foolish you, you know, you were. I rebuke my flesh in the name of Jesus because I always say that and I rebuke the devil in the name of Jesus. I plead the blood of Jesus over my mind. I plead the blood of Jesus over my tongue and I plead the blood of Jesus over my spirit because, because the enemy comes and bothers you all the time for stuff that he shouldn't even be bothering you about, but he's annoying. He's just this little, he's just this little thing that is so irritating and annoying. And, you know, when you start when you start seeking God for knowledge and wisdom and understanding, you will also begin to do this, as it says in Proverbs 14, verse seven. Go from the presence of a foolish man when thou perceivest not in him the lips of knowledge. A lot of people do not understand the reason why I don't talk to them is because I know they are a fool. I can see it spiritually i can see so i'm like i ain't got no business talking to your ass i really don't and i'm nothing to i'm not i'm nothing to talk to you i don't have time for that but i pray that god shows you how to how to know who to talk to and i pray that god shows you to know when to talk because that stops a lot of things too because it's hard to get people to stop talking as it is and you know some people just don't understand coming to jesus is easy if you want that wisdom and you want that knowledge and you want that understanding that he that he wants to give you for your life but you have to you have to be willing to to go through the test you have to be you have to be willing to go through the test and you have to be grateful for the test so thank you for listening and i pray that y'all have a blessed night or day wherever you may be and give god the glory for what you're about to go through because everything we go through is for his glory thank you jesus see y'all later hey y'all i'm so glad you guys got a chance to be able to listen to this podcast today this is jesus's podcast for you so take all the time you need and listen to it as much as you need to the song that i was mentioning um by samuel i'm not sure if it's on spotify or not but y'all look it up because i don't know i didn't i didn't want to put the song on here because i wanted to be able to post this on all my um i didn't want to look it up on spotify and then put it on here and then need to go ahead and um you know re-record the episode re-upload the episode without the music so that way it can be 
placed on all um, platforms. But look up that song, Samuel Met Us Ready. Um, another song that I like is by, um, let me see. I'm sorry, I'm taking so long to say something, but it's just like, I'm trying to, to figure out the song that I was, that I didn't get a chance to speak about. Oh, yeah, that song. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, so the song is called God, the song is called God Taught Me. Is. Okay, the name, I don't, his name is Zonti, so it's spelled Z-A-U-N-T-E-E, -E. and the song is called God Taught Me. I, I would encourage you to listen to that song, and I would also encourage you to listen to Sweet Victory by Trip Lee, so that's T-R-I-P-L-E-E. -E. All right, so what else? I encourage you guys to stay prayed up. You know, God said to watch and pray. God said to praise him. Let his praise be continually in your mouth. And I know that's what I'm doing, so I encourage you to do that as well. May you always be giving God glory through everything that you do. And as this week goes goes through, I ask that you call on the Lord for whatever it is you need and have faith and believe that he will make it so for you. I thank you, God, for you having the spirit of the Lord within you. And I ask that Jesus keeps you and that you continue calling on him and that you continue your journey coming to Jesus. And I hope that you have a good rest of the week. Bye-bye. When they ask me how I did it, I say God taught me. When they ask me how I'm winning, I say God taught me. When they ask me why I'm different, I say God taught me. This is my time to get it. God taught me. When they ask me how I did it, I say God taught me.